That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. So as you guys know, it's no secret at Shenanigans, we do some drinking and This time, I want to start with a little wine. I actually just discovered this awesome wine subscription called Bright Cellars, where they match you with the wine you like based on your taste. You take a really fun quiz that asks questions like, what's your favorite type of chocolate? And like, what's your go-to drink? And then their algorithm recommends the top four types of wine that you'll most likely enjoy. And if you like your matches, you can even get them sent to your door, so you don't even have to go to the store to get it. See what Bright Sellers recommends for you at www.brightsellers.com slash Sheena. Make sure you use my link when you take the quiz because if you end up wanting to purchase your matches, my link will get you 50% off your first wine shipment. That's bright, like smart, and sellers. Like a wine seller.com slash Sheena. S-C-H-E-A-N-A for 50% off. Cheers. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shenanigans. I'm your host, Sheena Shea, and that is at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A, on all social media platforms. My fave is Snapchat. I am very active on there daily. So if you'd like, follow me on there. And one of my favorite things I will just side note say about Snapchat is when all of these people keep commenting on my Instagram being like, oh my God, you've gotten so much work done. You're so plastic. You're this, you're that. I'm like, here's the thing. For the last four years, I've been on Snapchat every single day. So I'm just curious when I've had time to recover from these procedures I've supposedly had done. Injections are temporary. That is one thing I will talk about very openly. I love my Botox. I occasionally get filler. But anyway, just want to point that out. If you're following me on Snapchat, clearly I haven't had a nose job because I think I would have black and blue eyes. But anyways, enough about me. Today, we have a very exciting guest coming in. He also has his own podcast here at Podcast One called Bigger Talks, and that is Eric Bigger. He was one of the finalists on Rachel's season of The Bachelorette, and anyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, any form of Bachelor Nation I'm obsessed with as you know a couple weeks ago I had Robbie Hayes here and we were talking a little bit about that 
It's just, it's one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Will, do you watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette? I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Not one episode of any I'm season? I'm sorry. I've always let the people down. Oh, my, my God. My reality TV knowledge is very... But I watched Celebrity Big Brother. Knew all about it. Yeah, that that was helpful. Yes. But, oh, my God, you're not see, hashtag Bachelor Nation. You, but you hadn't really watched a lot of Celebrity Big Brother, right? I, I didn't. So, see, we're just trading. Now you can fill that's, me in on the Bachelor. Okay. That's, that's true. <laughs> so, um, I am really excited to get Eric in here and to talk to him, not just about his experience on The Bachelorette, but talk about his podcast. I know he's really big on astrology and numerology, so I'm going to see if he can maybe guess my sign and get into some of that because I'm really obsessed with that stuff as well. I'm just not good at it, so I kind of want him to read me and see what he has to say. But also, he was one of my faves on Rachel's season, and I'm not just saying that because he's about to walk in. He literally was. I was rooting for him from the beginning. So, um, yeah, let's get him in here. Eric Bigger. But actually, before we do, I want to talk to you guys for a second about my new obsession, Zulily.com, where you find something special literally every day. Everything at Zulily is up to 70% off, and I got you a special discount on top of that. Zulily.com helps you discover unique items to dress up your home, your family, and most importantly, yourself. New sales are added daily starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Their expertly curated collections are typically on the site for 72 hours. So if you see something you like, you need to snag it up right away because you don't want it to be gone. Zulily.com is totally different from other online retailers. That's why it could take a little longer to get your order. But that means you can get great deals on big brands you love and new ones you'll adore. For a limited time, use code Sheena to get 20% off your first order. Visit Zulily.com slash Sheena and use gift code Sheena for my discount. Go to Zulily.com slash Sheena to get started and for full offer details. This is Shenanigans. Hey guys, we are back again for another episode of Shenanigans. I'm your host, Sheena Shea. That is at S-C-H-E-A-N-A on all social media platforms. Today, we have a very handsome gentleman who was star of The Bachelorette. He was briefly on Winter Games. We are going to get into this with Eric Bigger. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. You also do a podcast here at Podcast One, Bigger Talks. Bigger Talks. Yeah, which I'm going to be on very soon. Can't wait. Yeah. How's that? How's that going? It's great. It's really surreal. Yeah. It was a dream of mine to have my own podcast. So to have my own on Podcast One is like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah. Dreams do come true, people. They they do. If you believe in yourself. Definitely. <laughs> Did you ever see yourself on reality television? Never. Me either. Never in life. I'm like, reality TV? Yeah. Love? Not where I come from. No, we're not doing that. So what, did like a friend like nominate you or how did you get thrown into this whole Bachelor Nation world? Yeah, so I had a friend. She works in a production world. Her name is Aisha Cole. I love her so much. Uh, She sent me a screenshot text message of the casting for The Bachelorette because she had a friend who was part of casting people for the show. And I said, she said, would you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, why not? I was open. I'm curious. Why is this in my life? Went on a few auditions. It felt good. I was happy. And the rest is history. Yeah. It's a miracle season. Mm-hmm. And I'm here with you, Sheena. Yeah. Oh, God. You have really, really, really nice teeth. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. you. Shout out to Dr. Rifkin in Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, it's been, what are we, 2018, 2012. 
I was at the Belmont here on La Cienega. I love the Belmont. Friday I, nights I do are the too. best. Friday nights, people. Sunday nights, karaoke. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so love that place. Would go all the time. I, I still go there. Um, but there was one night where there was um, a wet floor, and I slipped and fell, and my face caught my fall, and I knocked out this one. I chipped all of these. And long story short, one had to get extracted. I couldn't get an implant. I had to get a bridge and veneers and all of this. So like um, 30 grand later, I have a great smile. Awesome. Yeah. And Beautiful I did smile. I did have good teeth before, but now they just they pop a little so more. So what happened with you and the Belmont? Did you sue? Did you get something? Long story for a later date. <laughs> we won't <laughs> talk about every, that. Everything was um, taken care of. And you look fabulous. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. You have a great smile, too. Did you have braces? I didn't. No. So you're just blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah. I got to get the bottoms together. I have Invisalign. I don't have them in right now. but These bother me. These two are a little crooked. Yeah. So I'm working on that. Mm -hmm. It's a process. Yeah. But it's like to fix that, I'm just like, I had so much work done on the top for over... Like two and a half years, I had like seven different surgeries. It was just like I got the one tooth that had to be pulled out, got infected. It was like this whole thing. And I just had to have surgery after surgery and gum graft, bone graft. It was a whole, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, you know, it was like a lot of mashed potatoes and (laughs) yeah. I love it. But um, that's all done, and now I can eat a cheeseburger normally again, which okay. is great. That was the one thing I missed. Which is, in and out? Yes. Shake Shack? Yes. No, in and out. In and out. In and out. Okay. And so I was telling you, I live in Vegas now. I do a show out there six nights a week, and where my condo is is right across the street from the link where there is a 24-hour in and out. 24 hours? Yeah, which is awesome and wow. terrible at the same time because I end <laughs> up there at like 2 a.m. on it's my way convenient. home. and. It is. It's. I love In and Out. But where where did you grow up? I'm from Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore, Maryland. So you ever been? Um, actually, I haven't. You girl, you gotta go. No, Let me I have, take you out there. Where I'm I have from. a girlfriend who lives there. My friend Shannon's from there. But um, okay, I haven't been. Shannon. Hello, Shannon. Yeah. Where are you in Baltimore? Hey. hey. <laughs> um, but like growing up on the West Coast, it's all about In and Out. Yeah. And I feel like people who aren't from the West Coast, it's like either McDonald's, Shake Shack, White Castle, yeah. McDonald's, Checkers, Burger King, yeah. Wendy's. But I'm I'm Team In and Out. In and Out all day. Mm-hmm. I like that. Definitely. What what sign are you? When, when is your so, birthday? Okay, so this Go is a, don't be peeking at my notes. <laughs> so I know you're into astrology. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so you didn't Google me, so you don't know my birthday. I wanted to come in here and just open handed and just not know and just figure it out on the spot. I like that. So uh, can you guess what my sign is? Um, let's see. You got some fire in there. Mm-hmm. You like. Uh, gravitate attention like give me that you gotta look at me i'm naming <laughs> Shana. i'm fired what? uh hmm, i always say you're not aries no uh, sagittarius no you were closer the first time Taurus? yeah i knew it that's right you are Taurus. i, I researched you months ago yeah i'm a bull so stable and grounded and so loyal and passionate you can be very stubborn though See, I, I can be, but here's the thing is everyone else is always more stubborn that I'm the one who always has to just give in because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get my way here, so I'm just going to give in. But I, I'll put up a fight until I have to just give in. Oh, that's sweet. You must have some uh, yeah. a water sign in you, like your rising sign on your moon might be water. Do you know your, your signs in different planets? I don't. Well, we got to do that. We got to do yeah. your natal chart. Okay, how do we do this? 
you will have to Google it. Okay. Google your natal chart is going to ask you your first, your last name, mm -hmm. where you were born, what time you were born, and mm -hmm. location, of course. I know all of that. And then everything comes up from okay. Venus is your love planet. Yeah. Jupiter is money. Uh, Mercury is how you communicate and think. Mm -hmm. uh, so many different planets. But yeah. Mars is your sex planet. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hey. Watch out now. <laughs> but uh, it's, What does that mean? What is a sex planet? Like how you go about sex. Like your energy and it's it's deep. I'm sorry, people. It's no, TMI. It might be too much information. Eric's getting deep with me but, on some sex But talk. natal charts, you okay. know, gives you your, you know, signs and different planets. Yeah. And diff those different planets represent who you are. Wait, I'm interested to see what this Mars sex life is like. Yeah, well, you got to you got to do the, the chart. Okay. And then to tell you your sign in Mars. And what is that called? A natal chart. With a T? Yeah, natal chart. Look it up. Then you got, got numerology, life path numbers, attitude numbers, expression numbers. You got to study yourself. Yeah. You know, the more you know about yourself, the more life will make sense. Mm -hmm. So I study life and I study people because I'm so intrigued with where does people behavior come from? Yeah. Like, what's the root? Like, yeah, I'm here, you're here, but we all have an upbringing. God, I would we all love have to a know story. That. Yeah. Why am I the way, this way? Mm -hmm. Why you act like that? It's deeper than what you can see. And sometimes yeah. you got to go into your natal chart, you know, astrology and numerology. You'd be surprised. You'd be like, oh, my God, this is so me. This all makes sense now. Yes. Huh, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. So your birthday is? May 7th. May 7th. So 7 plus 5, because May is the fifth month, right? Mm -hmm. So 7 plus 5 is 12, mm -hmm. correct? 1 plus 2 is? 3. 3. So your attitude number, we have the same attitude number, Ooh. is a 3. So that means you're the energy of the room. So when you're feeling good, everybody feels. When you're feeling bad... Everybody feel it. Dude, that's so true. And when you don't stay in a negative space too long, you know, you get no. out, you get out of there. Yeah. I'm the same way. When I'm really happy, I'm like, I'm happy. I want shenanigans today. I want Sheena. <laughs> and I'm really bad. They're like, damn, yeah, are you all right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'll be okay. No, it's so true. And like, I mean, I'm an actress. I've been an actress my whole life. But I always say I can't act my way out of a bad mood. If I'm in a bad mood or if I'm hangry, like, watch out or just get me some food. Because, yeah. like, I do have that where... If I'm in a bad mood and my mom's sitting right there in the peanut gallery, she hey, can Erica. tell you. Hey, mom. Whenever I'm you. being a bitch or she's be like, we, we're both Tauruses and oh. we feed off each other. And like even this morning, I was just like, mom, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> like it was just like she's driving me nuts just talking about she oh, I'm not even going to get into it. Not even going to go there. No, you're going to go but, there. Um, but yeah, we, we tend to butt heads a lot. I think it's just the two bulls in yeah, us. Yeah, two bulls. But um, if one of us is in a bad mood, it definitely bounces off but the other But you're in a great mood right now. You look yeah, lovely. I mean, thank May you. May 7th, attitude 3. But we haven't finished. We have to do your life path number. That's yes, your okay. attitude number. Okay. So what year were you born? 1985. So What year were you born? 88. Okay. So, one pl so, you, so to get your life path number, people, you will add up your month, your day, in your entire year no number can go above a nine so say your your number becomes 22 so uh -huh. two plus two is four gotcha or 33 it would be six okay so we're going to do your year so uh -huh. one plus nine is ten uh -huh. ten plus eight is eighteen uh -huh. eighteen plus five is what twenty three uh -huh. right two plus three is what five 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 plus seven twelve twelve and then you got twelve plus five is what 17. So the 1 plus 7 is? 8. 8. So now let's let's break everything down so we know it's right. Mm -hmm. All right, so you got that. So it was 8, right? Mm -hmm. That might be her life path number. That means abundance of money. But we're going to go from your month. Mm -hmm. So you got 5. You got 7. So May 7th. That equals 12. 
and then 12 plus 5 is what? 17. Right, so 1 plus 7 is? 8. So your life path number is 8. Uh-huh. That means 8 represents affinity, like number 8. Uh-huh. Financial abundance. So I like that. You're going to always attract money. Hell yeah. And you're the, you have the vision. So you're always around people that's going to help you bring your vision to life. So people who are life path eights, Steve Wynn, who built Vegas, right? Yeah. The Rock. Mm-hmm. Now, The Rock, he's a great actor, right? You would I say, love The Rock. But oh he my God. makes so much money. Yeah. Like, how? You just, you're just killing it. 50 Cent, eight. Mm-hmm. So these people always attract money. Okay. The downside for eights is that they can become too greedy. Uh, they can spend too much money. They can, like, mess up a lot of money. And they think a lot. I think a lot, but I don't do any of the other things. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, there's yeah. a good and bad. But you're going no matter what, y'all, money's gonna be in your life. I have a friend, um, Baltimore City. He finished high school, didn't go to college. He has a you know simple job, but he always has money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I'm selling cars over here. I got me a little house over here in Ritten Now, and I'm like, but he's an eight. Uh huh. So sometimes in everything we do, we have. I did this, I did that. Our egos get involved and realize it's just part of who we are in this lifetime. Yeah. So my life path number is a two. So okay. I'm, I'm the peacemaker. I uh-huh. bring peace. I bring people together. I'm very diplomatic, very tactful, self-sacrifice. I'm caring and giving. So that's just me. I'm, I'm the balance. Mm-hmm. You're eight. So two and eights get along. Okay. You I know? am very similar to you and the other sense as well. Yeah. yeah. Then the three. And so Matt Munson from the show. And Brian from The Bachelorette, my right. show, uh-huh. they're both for number eights. Oh. And both of them are, like, close to me. We're really, like, good friends. And I'm yeah. always talking to them. And it's, 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 it's pretty cool once you get you understand it. Yeah. And it just helps. It just makes everything make sense. And you're not tripping, like, why am I this? And why am I that? And why do I think like this? But you Very can get that money. Interesting. Get that hey. money. Old man told me a while ago. He said, young man, no money, no honey. Damn. <laughs> Gotta get the money if I oh want the honey. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah. So eight. So you had three and an eight. That's pretty good. A three and an eight, and the three was my attitude. Attitude. I wish I had a Google like a. Um, or maybe I can do it. Maybe you don't have time. But there's a third number, people, and okay. that's your expression number. How you express yourself. So what you would do is go on the website. One of the websites is TokenRock.com. Uh huh. And you put in your full name, and. Your, each letter has a vibration, has a, a number equal to it, and then it comes up with a number at the end. So my expression number is a nine. Nine mm-hmm. represents humanitarian, uh, philanthropist, giver. So when I'm expressing myself, I'm all about giving back and helping people the way I'm talking. And I'm yeah. Like, so everybody has a different expression number, the way you express yourself. Well, now I want to know what my expression number yeah. is. Yeah. So we will have to do that at some time when we have more time, but... I mean... I mean... We, we got some time. We can, you know what, we can take a little break... Figure out this expression number thing and then come back with a game. And obviously, yeah. we got to talk some Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Love is real. Love is blind. Yeah. Love is all in our face. She's an eight. <laughs> Sheena. Hey, baby. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Peace. So, you guys, I don't know if you have heard about something called HelloFresh, but it's one of my new faves. It is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. I mean, I know how that goes. And HelloFresh makes it easy for when I'm flying back from Vegas to L.A., back and forth, yada, yada, yada. I always have fresh ingredients 
right on my doorstep when I get back home. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. Soups, easy. And this week I got tacos and I was very happy about that. I'm like, mm, hello fresh knows what's up. They also offer a wide variety of chef curated recipes that change weekly. And there are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. So there's something for everyone. Their Hall of Fame customer voted favorite is the Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato, onion jam, and arugula salad. And I'm still waiting to get that, and I can't wait for when it comes. Plus, their premium selection offers a dinnertime upgrade. Things like lobster ravioli and with shrimp, tomatoes, tarragon cream sauce, like... Yum. And kid-tested recipes made specifically with families in mind, like easy-peasy ravioli gratin with spinach thyme and parmesan breadcrumbs. Do you want to feel confident while cooking? HelloFresh gives you simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards so you can be a master chef in your own kitchen. And right now, my listeners can get $30 off their first week of HelloFresh by visiting HelloFresh.com and enter code SHEENA30. That's HelloFresh.com and enter SHEENA30. Let's get cooking. We're getting back into shenanigans. All right, guys, we are back. We're um, talking astrology. And my expression number, which... Astrology and numerology. Yes, and numerology. Correct. Yes. So um, we figured out my life number. Life path. Life path. She's an eight. She's always attracting that money. Let me hold something, Shana, please. Attitude, I'm a three. Uh, Attitude is three. She's so positive and joyful and just... Oh, she's good. I am. Thank you. And a lot of threes, life path, which is in general, are artists. Musicians, actors, comedians... Uh-huh. They have. They know how to express themselves. Yeah. In a positive, happy, go lucky way. Speaking of expressing, my expression number. Yes, your expression number is a five. Okay. You express yourself like a free spirit. Mm-hmm. You like your freedom. You like change. You like travel. You're curious. So, your expression is free. You like to be free. Yeah. And how you speak can be. So it's all. All those numbers make up. Yeah, you're kind of hitting the nail on the head here. Yeah. So the more you know, the more you grow. Yeah. And the more you can attract. Now, as far as like signs go, for me as a Taurus with this life path attitude and expression number, is there a certain sign you think that I would be most compatible with? Ooh, now we talking compatibility. Mm-hmm. Damn girl. Uh, so Taurus are usually good with Pisces. Okay. Pisces is one. I'm a Pisces. My dad's a Pisces. Uh, Taurus are good with Leos at times. My sister is a Leo. And they're really good, surprisingly, with Aquarius. Okay. You know, because Taurus are very grounded. Aquarius people are more in the clouds and they're thinking. And yeah. they like to be free and you like to bring them down. So that's why I'm single is because I dated a Cancer and a fellow Taurus. Cancers are good, too. <laughs> Cancers are good. They're very emotional and sensitive. Yeah. But just know you have not only your horoscope, which is Taurus, but you also have your rising sign and mm-hmm. your moon sign. And your rising is more so your personality, how you come off. Yeah. So my rising sign is a Libra. Okay. And then you have your moon side, moon sign, which is your mood. So my mood is like a Sagittarius. It's like happy-go-lucky, fire. That's where all this energy comes from. So once you figure that out, you might attract a different type of mate. Oh. The question is, what do you look for in a partner? What do you want in a relationship? I don't want a relationship right now. Okay. Just going to say that. I've been in two over the last eight years. I was with my ex-husband for like six and a half years. Um, notice ex, so we're divorced. And then I got back with an ex um, about a year ago. Or no, it was, gosh, what, what year are we in? 2018. 
it was like end of 2016 for most of 17 and then we broke up last summer um he was a fellow Taurus and that was the one thing that was frustrating is he's the most stubborn <laughs> person I've ever met and I just always had to give in because I'm like okay I'm not gonna win this like it's too much I just kind of I'm I can be very like passive and I can be somewhat of a pushover at times where I'm just like, I'll just give in because it's just, it's easier sometimes than fighting and trying to get my way. If I don't yeah. get it, I'm like, you know what? I'm 32 years old now. Like, I don't need you to. Have time. No. It's too much. Anybody got time for that? All right. So um, if I were looking for someone. Yeah. Pisces, Leo, Aquarius. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Pisces, Leo, Aquarius. What's up? Yeah. She I mean, here. She's amazing. When I'm ready to get back into a relationship, if ever, I haven't decided. If because, ever, come on I mean, now. it's you're awesome. Thank you. You're phenomenal. But the opposite sex hasn't proven to be the same. Well, to I me. think I think what I'm reading and what I'm getting from you is that I think you care a lot, mm-hmm. and you put people before yourself sometimes. Always, and not just sometimes. I think when you learn how to put your foot down and say no mm-hmm. and not give in, that's when you're gonna find that person. Yeah. Cause he can be like, damn, like she she told me no, or she didn't submit to what I wanted, and because you have this power about yeah. you, that's part of you being an eight that's very dominant, and you gotta embrace all of that in all aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's on TV, you're doing Broadway show, you're hosting in a relationship, that's what makes you glow is your power. Yeah. So owning it and knowing, like, making setting your boundaries. That's so interesting because yeah. literally in my last relationship, it was just like I made it. about him, what made his life easier, how I could help him with his career, his work, pick up his dog, his car, his anything. I just lived my life for him. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say he took advantage of that because I'm not going to talk bad about him. But it just, it it didn't work out. And I'm like, is it me? Is it you? I mean, I guess it was both of us. But that was one thing that I just, I said yes to everything. I was very much a yes man in that relationship. And I just, I never wanted to disappoint him. I never wanted to say no. I would do anything in the world for him. And maybe that was my problem. Yeah, and I think you deserve love and you need to know that. Yeah. And you deserve to give people tough love. Mm -hmm. I think you're so, you pacify everybody. Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to put people in that place in a healthy way. Yeah. And let them know, like, listen, because you're supposed to be successful, you are successful. Mm -hmm. And it's hard when you come off selfless. Selfless. Yeah. You got to learn how to say no. Because when you're happy and you're up, miracles happen. I think for me, moving to Vegas, I've, I've never lived anywhere else my whole life. I'm born and raised in L.A. So the longest I had ever been out of Southern California was 10 days in Europe a few years ago. Oh. And so now living in Vegas, although I'm now coming back every week to do this podcast, but living somewhere else and just being single and living this life for myself and having... Uh, several jobs and everything that I'm doing right now, I do see a lot of growth in myself over the past few months. And I'm not so much a yes man anymore. Just like with my last relationship, we tried the friends thing and it worked until I finally had to put my foot down and say, this isn't working for me anymore. It may be easy for you to be my friend, but I can't be yours. And it was like the second I did get that power and just say, no, it was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like she always says yes to everything. But um, that was something that was extremely challenging for me to do. It's, he's someone I've had in my life for 12 years. But it was just like that wasn't working for me anymore. And I finally just had to put my foot down and be like, no. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I also think it's important to know what you need in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think 
when it comes for me for dating or in relationships in general, I need someone to understand me without explaining myself. Yeah. You know how you have that friend or that family member and you know, like, oh, that's just them. They're going to mm-hmm. be that. Yeah. And my love language is acts of service. Uh huh. I don't want to have to tell my spouse or partner what I need them to do every yeah. day. I need them to like kind of pick up on it. Yeah. It might be selfish, but that's just my love language. Uh-huh. Also quality time. So I think when you know what you need in a relationship, Affection. it's also. There we go. <laughs> Which I was not getting. See? And I mm-hmm. think, like, so what I realized since being on a bachelorette yeah. and being more vulnerable with women, women don't need men for money. They no. would like a guy to have money. I make my own money. That is right. the last thing I need a man for. But they really need men for emotional support, mm-hmm. emotional currency, meaning that to empower them, to make them feel good, to fill them up and hear them when they're feeling when they're not feeling their best and listen and understand. Yeah. And when they're having an argument or confrontation, not just to go silent, to mm-hmm. be there and give them something back so they know you care. Yeah. It's emotional with women. Women women move the world. Women don't need men for money. Right. They don't mind a man with money. They want you to have it together. Well, yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Totally. But I'm learning that emotional support for women is everything. Guys, are you listening? Like... <laughs> I'm like, and I didn't know that all these years. Twenty nine, I'm thirty yeah. now, but twenty nine years of my life, I'm like motivation. And I can, that's easy for me. Yeah. that's all you need. And I didn't know how to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I had too much pride. I could do it on my own. I got it, and I needed help. Mm-hmm. I know how to be vulnerable. And so, men, women want you to be vulnerable in your communication and say, yeah. "Baby, listen, I don't know how to do this. I cannot use these chopsticks. I don't know how to file my taxes. Mm-hmm. I need some help." Yeah, and they're like, "What? That's it?" watch this because you already have it inside you. That's why you're going to have right. kids because, you know, innately you already know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're going to have a kid. You know, just yeah. think about that. And women are the most strongest people on earth. Like, literally, like, seriously, yeah. like, I, I really mean that. Emotionally, mentally, physically, women are stronger than men. Mm-hmm. You know, but. I'm, I agree with you on that. But it's, it's beautiful once we can and. I also want to preach that it's not a us against them, them against us, uh, woman power, man power. It's a together. Mm-hmm. There's a balance. Yeah. We need each other. It's not that, oh, I'm more so I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the head of the house or I'm the leader. Like, no, it, there are times where I can be submissive and you can be more dominant and mm-hmm. vice versa. But it's all about communication and communication rules the nation. We got to talk. This is life. <laughs> so why are you single? I'm single for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I didn't get the love I wanted when I was a kid. And you know what? Prior to a lot of things to the show, I always would run into women where I'm too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who are you? What are you? Why are you so nice to me? And, and I didn't realize some women are so used to men being assholes, you want to yeah. say, or just not as nice or who don't care as much. And my whole life, I will always get, you're so amazing. You're this. You're that. And they were just, I was too good to be true. Yeah. I had women stand me up on dates. Yeah, like mm. me. Like, that has happened to yeah. me. But people don't think, like, how? It's like, yeah, it happened to me, too. Yeah. Where I had one lady, because I forgive her, and I said, no, let's just talk. What happened? She's like, I'm just afraid. I'm just scared. I'm like, scared of what? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. You just seem like you know what's going on, and you got it together. And she, so based on how I come off, women think if they're not good enough for me, they rather not just be apart. Yeah. Because w- when I'm dating women, I'm dealing with, I'm making them responsible mm-hmm. emotionally, because I'm giving them everything in their mind, somewhat that they think they should have or yeah. want. I'm there. I'm I'm talking to you. I'm affectionate. I'm listening to you. I'm giving you feedback. I'm empowering you. And I'm like, who are you? Mm-hmm. I'm spiritual. I'm praying. I'm 
let's, in some, for some women, that could be too much. And let's be clear, women want edge. You yeah. know, they don't want you to be too nice to a fault. Like, damn, like, tell me no, buddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to learn that as well. And I'm not nice because I want something. I'm just a nice person. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize sometimes being nice and positive is too much for people. People don't want to hear that positive stuff. Get out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I'm having a bad day. I don't need you preaching your positivity at me. (laughs) Right. And so everything is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, just in general with love, it's all timing. Like, I I have my career. Amen. I'm I'm focused. I don't force things that – I don't force love. You can't force it. No. If it's organic. Yeah. We're going to do it. This is all very fascinating because you're just, like, hitting all the nails on the head here. Like, everything you're saying, I'm like, oh, my God, you are so right. Yeah. Because, it's, it's listen, we as people have a purpose here on earth. Female, male. Male, female. Masculine energy, feminine energy. We got it. It's for a reason. It's not just you're not just here and I'm not just here because we're here. It's a purpose. Mm-hmm. So when we can come together as one, even with different cultures and race, like, let's collaborate and become more. Yeah. Or... Uh, I always get this. If I'm hanging out with you, right, you're a pretty girl, very attractive. We spend a lot of time together. Thank you. People are going to automatically assume we're dating. Hence me and Robbie Hayes. Because you have a look, I have yeah. a look, or we're attractive, whatever. Uh-huh. Why can't we just be friends? Stereotypes. Seriously. Perceptions. That's not right. That's yeah. not fair. We can be friends and not have no type of intimate or physical attraction. Right. I like you for you. You like me for me. We work great together. Cool. You're my friend. This is something that literally Robbie was on here a couple weeks ago that we were talking about. It's like we were kind of just like playing it up and just going with it because we're like, eh, whatever. Maybe, more, you know, more people listen to the podcast to see if we really are dating. But it's like him and I have been friends for almost a year now. And when I met him, I was in a relationship. And him and I were just cool, more acquaintances. But we didn't really get close until I, my boyfriend and I broke up. And we were in Atlanta on uh, Labor Day weekend. It was the FSU opening game. We went to the tailgate. Um, We had so much fun. Then we ended up in New York, and he came to opening night in Vegas. And, like, we've been in four different cities and states in the last, like, six, seven months with each other. And it's like, we're just friends. Like, we travel together. We're planning a trip to Australia, New Zealand at the end of the year. But it's like, we're not dating, but because, like, oh, well, he's hot. Like, how are you guys just friends? It's like, because we just are. We just, we vibe, and we're not gonna, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe one day down the road, we make jokes all the time. We're each other's backup plans. We're like, we'll probably get married one day. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe y'all are friends for a reason. Maybe on the back end of it all, y'all, you will be together. And I think for me, I need more women in my life because for so long for me not receiving from women, Mm -hmm. I didn't have them around. Yeah. So I didn't have that female perspective when it comes to dating someone. Mm -hmm. What do you, Sheena, what do you think about this girl? I mean, she's pretty, she's awesome, but she doesn't really have substance. Yeah. You think I should take her out? And you'd be like, E, I don't know. I'm brutally honest about bitches. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) But I didn't have that before. So I need more women because it's time for me to learn from women because Mm -hmm. I didn't get much of that growing up. Yeah. Because my mom was doing everything else so she can survive and take care of me and my sister. Mm -hmm. So she didn't have that intimate conversation where she's giving me do this and do that. I'm learning on my own. But female feedback and perspective is important. Yeah. You know, for a guy. And I need that. And I want that. And I want to learn from women. I want 
someone to come over like, ah, oh, I think you should get a rug right here or you should put a vase right here or can't like, I want that feedback because yeah. I didn't have it before. Well, we're going to be friends. We so, have to be friends. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've ran into each other at a few events. We have a ton of mutual yeah. friends like Robbie and all we're of those friends. guys, but we're, we're going to be friends. And let's set this record straight. I want to, my intentions with anybody I'm dealing with that's a female and just in general, I want to be an asset to your life. I want to add value. And I feel like if I'm not adding to your life, I'm taking. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing, I shouldn't be in your life. Yeah. I just want to be an asset. I want to see you win. I want to see you happy. I want to see you grow. I want you to be great. Like, yeah. that's what I want to push. Impact, empower people, and let them know you can do it. Even when it's tough. I have tough days. Yeah. I have down days. This morning wasn't feeling the best. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, I'm going But then you got here, and you're I like, got hey. there, and I'm in that beautiful energy. <laughs> the Taurus, eight, three. I mean, yeah, so life is, is, is good when it's shared with the yeah. right people. And, and it don't always have to be someone you're in a relationship with, but you can have a strong friendship. Agreed. And one thing, um, hopefully you don't watch the television show that I'm on, but one thing that everyone always says about me is I'm a friend collector. And they're like, everyone's your best friend. Everyone's this. You always have new friends. And I'm like, because I find people who work in my life and people who don't, I cut out. I, It's one of, I think, my best and worst qualities is I can cut people out like that. Like, you screw me over. It, depending on what it is, I may give you another chance because I can get over shit really easily. But also, I can cut you out just as easy. And, like... Like with Robbie and then um, his friend Adam Spot, who I work with at Sir, he is the one who introduced me to like Robbie, Chase, Jeff, and all those guys. And it's like they've all become such good friends of mine. And it's like, yeah, we've known each other less than a year, but they are new friends. But they're the people who, when I come to LA and I'm only here for 24 hours sometimes, those are the guys I want to hang out with. And like my one of my best friends, Janet, I just met her last summer, and she is the person I'm closest with. And it's like. I do have a new group of friends, but it's like, yeah, because all the rest of y'all are assholes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then it just goes back to your personality. Like, you have a good personality, and people want to be around you. Yeah. You have good energy, so people want to be in your energy. And then some people don't understand, how does Sheena have all these friends? Who is she? What is she doing? Yeah. Because they don't really know you. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, coming from a reality perspective, a lot of people see you on TV, and they see that side of you, but they haven't even met you in person. And yeah. You don't really know who you really are, so they're judging from what they see and not what they know. And you sit in someone's energy who might have a you know a negative connotation or even a positive connotation on TV. It's not the same in person. Mm-hmm. I might not always be bubbly and happy when you meet me. I right. might be like, oh, how you doing? Yeah. I'm zen today. I'm very peaceful and meditative, <laughs> you know? Totally. But, man, life is good. We breathing. You have a podcast. You're doing great things in life. Like, let's build. Let's come together and win. No complaints. Shenanigans. Yes. Speaking of, okay, we're going to do... A quick little game of Would You Rather. Would You Rather. we always got to get into a little shenanigans here. Yeah. So we usually do this at the beginning of the episode, just as kind of like an icebreaker, just, you know, get to know the person a little better. Some of these are ridiculous. Some of them are very sexual. Some of them are really <gasps> stupid. But it's just a fun little Yeah, thing let's I like get, to get in there. I mean, my, my podcast is Bigger Talk, so we getting deep. So we yeah. got to get a little deep in here. It's all right. I'm used to it. I'm excited to do this in a couple weeks. Yeah, I hope you're ready. All right. Would You Rather rather live in the world of star wars or live in the land of lego land of lego first of all i didn't really watch star wars growing up same so i love figuring things out and building things just in my mind Mm -hmm. like how can i make more impact or so lego the world of legos yeah that'd be fun right yeah let's see would you rather try to get out of a ticket by crying (laughs) Or by busting out some persuasive cleavage. Never mind. I'm reading this. I didn't read it all at first. Persuasive cleavage. We're gonna skip that one because okay. I don't. I don't know nope. if that would work for you. I mean, no. you know, you can maybe flash a nip, but. Um. Ah! <laughs> 
See, I should I should read these before. I was like, oh, get good. out of a ticket by crying. I wonder if Eric likes it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. I'm going to read this ahead of time in my head. Okay. Would you rather have a magic belt that updates what you wear to the latest fashion or a magic steering wheel that updates your car to the latest model? Uh, I would say magic belt to, for the fashion event. I think. So you're more fashion than cars? Yeah, I'm really not really fashionable or cars. I just know how to clean up nice and look presentable. But yeah. I think presentation is everything mm-hmm. when it comes to the person. The yeah. car you get out in, you probably don't look good as the car. Maybe you do or you don't. But it's all about the energy you're walking in every day, and mm-hmm. which you have on, attention getter. You know, yeah. like, oh, girl, you're showing a little bit. I see you, girl. That's looking at true. you. So. Would you rather take all final exams without studying or stand before a packed house and perform in a play you've never rehearsed? I would want to stand and perform in a play I never rehearsed. Just, I just, I, I, I'm really, I'm curious about the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I went on the show. Yeah. What is this about? Just go in there, jump yeah. in, jump in and figure it out. We had six days to rehearse my show before I started headlining in Vegas for hundreds of people. Six wow, days. Six days. Yeah, so it kind of did. So just, you're, you're conditioned. I had, for I it. had some rehearsal, but it was, it wasn't. I feel like when you don't much. know something, that's when you do your best. Yeah. You know. Definitely. All right, we're gonna do one more. <laughs> some <laughs> are ridiculous. Hmm. Da da da. Would you rather have the head of a Minecraft character or the body of a South Park character? Uh, Minecraft. Yeah. The mine. Mine over matter. Agreed. All right. Well, now I know you're fashion over cars and yeah. not a Star Wars fan. Nah, not at all. Good to know. Jedi. We, we have some things in common here. Yeah. All right. So we've, we've talked astrology, numerology, relationships, compatibility. We've said why you did The Bachelorette. I will say, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me. You and Peter were my two favorites. Really? Yes. Why I was that? I was rooting more for you because I felt he wasn't really ready to like open up and move on. You just were. I mean, we're from... both Pisces, by the way. Oh. oh maybe okay. that compatible. When is your birthday? March 9th. Okay. Peter just had one March 19th. I texted yeah. him like a few days ago. My dad's March 15th. Oh, okay. Happy yeah. birthday, Dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just you stood out to me from the beginning, and I was happy to see you make it all the way to like hometowns and like all the way. Yeah. You know, to it number... was a lot. It was a lot. It was good. I think what I learned the most is that people really follow your story and really fall in love with who you are on TV and who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I didn't do anything, people, but go on TV. Yeah, I think you were just very likable. Yeah. And that was the thing. It wasn't like you were really trying hard or anything. You just yeah. you came off just very charismatic and likable, and you were one of my faves. So Aww, I just wanted to say you. that. Were you upset that coming in as, you know, like top three that you weren't approached to be the next Bachelor? Was that something that was, like, on your mind, or you were really <sighs> in it for Rachel? First of all, I wasn't even thinking about The Bachelor when I went on the show. That's I didn't good. even think I would fall in love. I'm very, very grateful for life. Um, my gratitude is at an all-time high because it's just, you know, where I come from, you know, I'm not supposed to be here based on statistics. You know, you're a number. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is I was just happy just to be in a position to fall in love. And yeah. I did fall in love, and it changed my life. And... The Bachelor thing, you know, it was there, but it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, it wasn't in my cards to be The Bachelor. 
Yeah. For this time. And I'm okay with that. And I, I tell people every day, if it's meant for me, it will be. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to force it. It just will happen. Yeah. And I'm not like, oh, I got to be the bachelor. I'm not. No. It's a lot of work for one. Two, I'm focusing on my career and my life. Yeah. I really want to, like, honestly, one of my biggest goals is I want to create wealth. I want to build wealth so I can build my own school, create my own curriculum. I want to teach people how to learn about astrology, numerology, yeah. and all these other things. Watch documentaries that can change their life. I want to build uh, freeways. There's just so much stuff I want to do. So I want to create wealth. And it's like, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And just, just connecting with people, learning yeah. the world we're in. and. Giving people knowledge. I think knowledge is power. Definitely. And, and uh, the bachelor, if it, it, it's still there. <laughs> it's still in the universe. <laughs> don't, 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 you know. You, bachelor it, Nation, man. It's like a cult. It's a cult, right? But, yeah, but I'm like obsessed. I said, real things happen naturally. You know, this, is, this wasn't a force. Yeah. I met you at the Jigsaw. Yes. Uh-huh. And I was like, who, who is that? And she I was, was like, like, wait, I know you. But then it's like, like, I don't know you, but right. I know who you are. And Even that was just like, wow, I didn't even know. He's like, yeah, from Vanderpump Rules. And I looked you up. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Please tell me you don't watch. She's popping. <laughs> I saw clips. I didn't watch y'all. Perfect. Like Stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you were approached to do Winter Games, did you do that for like the physical aspect? Were you looking for love again? Or it was just kind of an opportunity? You're like, eh. Well, this how I look at like, this how I look at things that come into my life. First of all, the first question is why is this coming into my life? Mm-hmm. The second question is I've never been. I'm curious. Let's see. I mean, I went on a bachelorette. Yeah, I made it to the final location. Fell in love. Changed my life. And then I thought the Winter Games was going to be more competitive, mm-hmm. more physical. You know, events, but I didn't last that long. <laughs> I went home I know, first week. I was sad. And. The women on there were great, but I didn't find no connection with yeah. anyone. There were two girls that I really liked. If I, if I would have got them, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. It was Leslie and Bibiana. Okay. And I told uh, a girl, she's from New Zealand, I think. Her name is Tiffany. I was like, look, if I can't get a Leslie or Bibiana, I'll send myself home. Yeah. I don't for- I don't force love. I can't- you can't force a connection. No. And I can't fake it. My energy won't even allow me. Mm-hmm. I'm all about integrity. And Winter Games was great. Vermont was beautiful. The weather was stellar. It was it was a great time. I met some amazing people. Got to meet Ben Higgins for the first time. Oh yeah! So that was awesome, and it was cool. I felt like everybody who was there who did find love, mm-hmm. it was their time and their season. And what people don't know, that was such a long year for me. Yeah. Post show, I did at least fifty to sixty interviews. Right. Oh my god. A lot of interviews. I did guest appearances at clubs and universities. I did mm-hmm. speaking engagements. So I really didn't have no time off. Yeah. Emotionally. So I didn't even get to process everything that has happened in my mm-hmm. life. So I think what happened when I went to Winter Games, I wasn't even emotionally available for a relationship. Yeah. Maybe a friendship, but a relationship, I wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. So it just wasn't in my deck of cards. I had a great time. It was fun. And I went home the first week. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, no. It was just like, it was, it was too quick. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you are a motivational speaker and yes. you're also a personal trainer. Um, how did you get into those two fields? Well... The whole so I grew up studying likes of Tony Robbins. He's a big idol of mine. Mm-hmm. I love Tony Robbins. He's a Pisces as well. Yeah, we were just talking about him yesterday. Yeah, he, that's he, so crazy. He's a big idol. Bob Proctor's of the world, the Les Browns, the Jim Rome's, the Zig Ziglar's. I studied all these guys mm-hmm. and read books, went to seminars, and I always wanted to help people. Like I knew as a young kid, if I wasn't going to play ball because I wanted to be in the NBA, mm-hmm. I was going to help people. So I was like, you know, I'm in LA. I'm working, 
but how can I get close to helping someone? I can physically train them. I yeah. can get fitness training. Then while I'm training them, I'm giving them things I'm learning from reading Tony Robbins' books or yeah. the, the astrology and numerology. And before the show, I would have videos every week, Motivation Monday, Wisdom Wednesday, What's Positive Friday, and I would give out a message every week for almost five five years. Oh, wow. And quotes. So I would do this every day. So people knew me as the positive guy. Mm -hmm. He's inspirational. He's motivational. And I remember guy was like, man, why are you doing it? You're not getting paid. I said, it doesn't matter because people paying attention. Right. And I remember when I came home from the show, like a month after the show, uh, a guy texted me and said, I want to pay you to speak. I started crying. I was just like, Aww. what? Yeah. It was like a dream. Like, I put in all this work. No one knew who I was. I didn't matter. I probably had 3,500 followers. And who's this guy just keep kicking his positivity? Shut right. up. You're talking too much. You don't know what you're talking about. And then someone wants to pay me to come and speak. I was just like, but I knew what I wanted. And yeah. I didn't let nothing stop me. So that's how I got in that uh, whole world of training and motivating and a life go to mine. If I could do anything for the rest of my life, it would be to sit and consult people for an hour or more or mm -hmm. speak in front of an audience of millions and millions of people. Yeah. I really love it. I'm really passionate about it. I want to see people win. And I think, you know, growing up, I didn't get the things I wanted from people giving me attention or listening to me or giving me the love. So I became everything I wanted. I know how to mm -hmm. listen to you. I can understand you. I can love you unconditionally. And I can just be there when no one's there because I know how it feels when you don't have that. Yeah. So I became what I wanted. So it's easy for me to process information when people going through. I, honestly, yesterday I had a meeting with a guy, and I thought he wanted to do business with me. Mm -hmm. And he said, honestly, E, I'm sleeping out of my car. And I was like, damn. And so in that moment, I'm like, okay, w what's my purpose here with this guy? Yeah. And he needed information. He needed hope. He needed to feel like it was going to be okay. And if I'm the guy for that, for the world, I'll be that. The people's champ, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The next Malcolm, <laughs> next <laughs> Martin. But I just believe that, man, we can all win. It's not going to be easy, but it's worth it if you really want to do it. So, Definitely. I think you kind of, of already answered my next question. I was just going to say, like, with the motivational speaking and personal yeah. training, like, how does that cross into your yeah. view on love and relationships and all of that? But you've kind of already answered my question. Yeah. I just, I just really want, and this, and this is the thing. When you're in a relationship, right, I feel like people don't love unconditionally. People love conditionally. Mm -hmm. So the moment, I always hear women say, oh, he cheated, so I left him. I'm like, okay, so, okay, he cheated wrong, but is that it? So as soon as someone cheats, you're going to leave the relationship. Yeah. So it's based on your condition or your benefits or if someone lies. And relationships it should be unconditional love if you're there for the person. And it's hard if someone cheats on you, let's be clear, but yeah. I believe... The worst cheating a person can do to you is emotional. Oh, that my, cheating is yeah, more important than, that to me. than physical because they're spending mm -hmm. time, they get intimate, they're giving so energy. Much worse. But I think we're not willing to go through the uncomfortable part of someone cheating, having a bad breakup because it's too much resistance. And some people are just selfish. They mm -hmm. don't want to. They want to point the finger and play the victim. It's like, okay, you were part of this. Yeah. I had our Rachel and Brown on my show, and then we had a BT article. And the lady who wrote the article said something very negative about Rachel. I did not. I didn't know that. I just came to the interview, the photo shoot. I apologized to Rachel. She said, "Oh, I didn't feel. I didn't. It was. I, it didn't matter to me. I just was worried about because you're so positive and you was attached to something negative." And I said, "Yeah." And I said, "But still, I'm still attached to that article, so I am responsible." Mm -hmm. So I told her I apologized, and I think in relationships when people mess up, 
they like to point the finger and don't want to yeah. take responsibility. And I think, you know, vulnerable communication, telling people your, your deepest fears or a girl might say, why you act like that? You're this, you're that. And, uh, you know, the old me would be like, get out of here. You don't know what, you, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But the new me, I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, this happened. Yeah. Now I'm being more vulnerable with you. Now your perception of that situation changes because I'm giving you more information. Right. I was talking to a young lady the other day, and she said, when I was a kid, I was bullied. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no wonder your actions and your behavior is that way. Because mm -hmm. everything starts with the root. Yeah. We always like, look at Donald Trump, right? Yeah. People judge him, criticize him, hate him, whatever, but... Go on Netflix and watch this documentary and watch how his dad raised him. You will see why he is the way he is. Not making it okay. Right. But everything starts somewhere. Yeah. And we can't disregard the beginning. <laughs> you know? No, that's so true. You got to really look at and understand why did that person say that? Why is this going on? Mm -hmm. It's deeper than what you see. And sometimes people don't give people the benefit of the doubt and people's second chances. Some people just brainwash. Yeah. But... I'm all about understanding, and you know, and I think that's important in everything you do. Definitely. You know, number eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was that having Rachel and Brian on? It was great. It was the first time I saw both of them together. Okay. You know, and they're just balanced. They're very. Were balanced. you at like after the final rose or? No, this was the podcast. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying, but you hadn't seen them together yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you were top three. Yeah. So I didn't even okay, see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Rachel after Final Rose. Right. And then I saw Brian several times after the whole thing when mm -hmm. he was in L.A., but I didn't see Rachel. Yeah. And then I saw them not too long ago. Yeah. Which was great. We know we all hung out. We talked. We watched some March Madness games after the podcast. It was cool. It was... They get it. They get me. I get them. It's all love. And it's a relationship. And I had to tell them. I said, let's be clear. We all went on the journey together. Yeah. I said, Brian, you came out on top. And mm -hmm. I was a part of that, and I knew she was going to pick you. Did you guys get along in the house? Yeah, that was Brian was one of my close friends. Yeah. That's why when a, the People Magazine article came out, because I did say that Brian was a rebound and a consolation prize based on what I saw, right? Right. And so I apologized to him in person when he came to L.A. a while ago before we did the podcast. And yeah. I apologized again on the podcast because they took my words out of context and mm -hmm. thinking I was hating or oh, mad. And so I was like, okay, words have meaning and power. Yeah. I misused my words. That was not my intention to make you feel inferior or a certain way. Mm -hmm. But the way it was shown, it was looking like, oh, he was, I'm, I'm, I just supposed to be with this guy. Yeah. But he got the first roles and he got the last roles. All for the right That's reason. Right. Yeah. And he and then we went on a group date with 13 people. He got that roles too. So yeah. he always got the roses when it mattered. He always stood out. Yeah. yeah so so it was good. And she's a Taurus. Her birthday is April 21st. Okay. Brian is Aquarius. He's February 15th. Oh. So that dynamic of, you know, earth yeah. sign and air sign, he's like more in the clouds. I want to be free. And she's more grounded. Like, oh, come back down to earth. I got Good you. Good balance. Good balance. So yeah. they have a balance. And it's a vibe. Definitely. Well, this has been very informational. Yeah. Um, but before, we, before yeah. we leave, though, I feel like you... And I could be wrong. I feel like there's... Is informational a word? My mom's laughing at me. I don't think I it is. Informative. Like, informative. <laughs> I feel like there's love in the air and something big coming on the way for you. And you just got to own what you have already. Meaning like who you are. Yeah. And I think because you have so much, not materially, but you have a lot going on. And sometimes it's a responsibility and it's hard to own it, but you have power. 
Yeah. And I think sometimes as eights, they have power and sometimes they don't understand it or they don't know how to use it. It's one thing to say, you know, Sheena, you got it going on. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, Sheena, you really got it going on. You're like, what are you talking about? Once you really understand the purpose of what I'm telling you, then you can walk into that vibration of what that means and you can get everything that comes with that. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know why love keeps coming. For, like, I don't know if it's on the way, it's in the air. I don't know if it's love for yourself, love for the partner. Something about love for you. I'm looking in your eyes, it's like, so just be open to it. And I know you said you're not looking for a relationship. I'm so thing. closed off from that right yeah. now that everyone's like, just be open to it. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, just, no. Just just but, let it be what it's going to okay. be. And you'd be great. But um, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, and I can't wait to do yours in a couple weeks. Yeah, Bigger Talks. Rate, yeah. review, subscribe. Check us out. Give me some feedback. Right here at Podcast One. I'm your host for Shenanigans, Sheena Shea. That's at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. And you can find Eric. Yes, Instagram. Follow me, Eric Bigger, E-R-I-C-B-I-G-G-E-R. Twitter, Eric underscore Bigger. And I'm on Snapchat, E-Biggs, E-B-I-G-G-S-S-S. Hey, we, people, be your best. We need to be Snapchat friends because Snapchat on. is my shit. Come on. Together we can do whatever. Friends, follow me. Follow us. Let's win. Let's increase. Let's empower. We have platforms. Yes. Let's, let's empower people and let them know it's all right to be yourself and be powerful like you, Sheena. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but before we go, here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Did you know that? Because I didn't. Removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage, and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range. Weird, right? Huh. Well, here's another tip you also might not know about. True Car also helps people get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others have paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. This was so fun. Oh my God, seriously. No, I learned so much. It was very informative, very educational, very interesting. I don't know where informational came from. I think I just made that up. I was I was combining educational and informative. And anywho, I, I did go to college. I do have a degree. I'm not stupid. I just make up words not. sometimes. It's all good. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to be on Bigger Talks in a couple weeks here at Podcast One. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it?